and we're live. We're live. This is E Double Titty. Real street shit. You know how we do. Recovering from the Rona. All right, pip pip, cheerio. I'll fucking find you one day, my What they got on that thing? I never liked it. Like it's just so hard to talk to people nowadays. Be kind, drink water, and don't be fucking racist. Hello. <clears throat> it's ETT, bitches. In it on a brisk Tuesday. I thought it was Wednesday today. Yeah. You know we're matching right now, right? <clears throat> hoodies. Oh. These are sample hoodies that we never made. Take it off. Hey, yo. Sorry. Sadiq just asked me to strip on mic. <laughs> and I'm going to do it. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> A lot. Don't do it. Don't just do a, it. just a little bit though. Don't do it. Don't do it unless you're getting paid, and I'm not paying you. You don't have enough to pay me. I'm not. You're not worth that much. Are you kidding me? You're not worth that. I much. am a top dollar hoe. Nope. I seen the flab. That's at least the flab. I seen the flab, Evan. The flab. You're not getting shit. This body is tight. Hey, you're not getting shit. So I'm a well oiled. Mach- I'm a well oiled machine. Your price has got to be. Your price has got to be normal lap dance, fifteen bucks. Private lap dance, thirty bucks. You want the goods? Sixty at most. See, that's the thing where you messed up. I don't give dances. Okay? Oh, you're not dancing? No. I'm not dancing for nobody. I'm a top dollar hoe. They dance for me. So you pull up to a strip club. They're pulling up to a strip club and you're dan- they're dancing for you? Yes. Okay. Turn the tables real so fast. You're getting no you're getting no customers is what it is. Oh, I'm getting customers. They're walking in, finding out they have to dance and leaving. No, they don't have to find out. They know what they came for. They know that I'm here. They know that I'm ETT. Okay? So when they see me, they're like, oh, shit. It's Evan, the ETT man. Got to make it dance. And then the women, they shake it. They shake it a lot. Interesting. Speaking of of good times. You've never had a good time in your life. Anyway. Speaking of good times. Um... I spent some time at a gay bar the other day. <laughs> Million things you could have said there. That is not the one I would have expected. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, Talk about it. So, <clears throat> one of my uh, one of my friends knows knows someone who works at a gay bar in the Bronx, and uh, we decided to go there. Um, I might or might not have been feeling real hookish. And there was hookah there. Wait, hookah or hookerish? Hookah, hookah, okay. hookah, like okay. the smoke. Oh, look, I don't, I don't know. It's deep. Um, hookah, not hooker. Okay. And uh, so you were not giving up, giving up your uh, no, your I was not giving it up to uh, to homosexual hookers. Well, I didn't say they're homosexual. You just, I'm just well, saying, you was giving it up. Bar, I would assume. Okay. They're homosexual. I was not giving it up either way. Okay, you didn't give up your goodies. No, 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 no. Okay. I was just pulling a hookah. That was it. Okay. Uh. <laughs> How do you say okay sincerely and then say okay? Because things escalate fast. Okay. Well, nothing. I, di- I digress. Nothing escalated. <clears throat> They're pulling a hookah because we were getting uh, a free hookah. 
Ooh, okay. So pulled up in on that. Um, and it was not packed. We walk in first of all. Walk in. It was literally just me and my friend who walk in, and the bartenders there. And uh, this bartender, mind you, uh, brand new on the job, had literally no idea how to run the register, make drinks, or make a hookah. They didn't know how to make a hookah. No. At a hookah bar. At all. It wasn't a hookah bar. It was a bar that carried hookah. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, and it wasn't his fault. He just randomly one day worked the bar one night, and the owner was like, yo, I have nobody to cover this Sunday. Can you do it? He's like, sure. Why not? And then, didn't you, and realize, then you walk, flaunting your goodies. It, <laughs> Didn't realize that uh, running a bar takes a uh, takes a lot. Who didn't realize that? Uh, the bartender didn't realize how much it took. He thought it was just niggas asking for oh, whiskey gingers and vodka cranberries all day. He was doing it all by himself. He was Copy. alone. We walk in. And just lit- Nobody was in the spot when we walk in because we walk in at like seven thirty. Walk in, just him. Nobody's in the spot. And. Uh, then the place started to get a, a little more, a little more packed. Nothing crazy, but uh, I was on the sticks, and let me tell you, solid, solid set. Wait, wait, like wait, three wait. hours. How did you end up DJing? Because, <clears throat> so, like I said, we end up there, right? Nobody's there, so we're pretty much just chilling with the hookah. Um, I'm sipping on the agua sauce all day, you know, little Ramadan timing. Uh, my colleague is uh, <laughs> quickly getting lit. Your colleague. Your colleague. <laughs> quickly, quickly getting lit. Sadiq attends these places with his colleagues. Um, and so after a while, the people start coming in. And the music's getting a little, eh, you know, it's, it's, it's shaky, okay. A little shaky jakey. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. But like, What's a song that you remember hearing? Like a Justin Bieber song came on. Hey, the Biebs got but some it, heat. Yeah, but it wasn't a banger. Like, it wasn't for, like, a bar type of vibe. Okay. You know? Like, people start... Nobody there? Cool. Play whatever. Who cares? People start coming in. You know what people are trying to hear. Yeah, ramp it up. You know? Ramp it up. You know up. what people are trying to hear. Ramp it up. So, um, people start coming in. Bartender has no idea what he's doing. He has no idea how to make anything other than, like, whiskey gingers and vodka cranberries. And people are asking for lemon drops and uh, white teas. Lemon drops? Yeah. Well, I have no idea what lemon drops I've are. had a lemon drop shot before. No, no. This was a lemon drop drink. Yeah. It's a, it's a drink slash shot. It's oh. just it's like you ever had the uh, the lemon ices from oh, the mango sure. mango cocoa cherry lady? Yeah, sure. Cocoa mango cherry. Yes. Think about that. Just melt it down. Put some vodka in it. Oh, okay. So pretty normal. Um, Yo, that, that shit is sweet, dog. But yeah, so uh, he is being taken up by drinks, um, getting trained by my other colleague. My other colleague is there wrecked, by the <clears> way. <throat> and uh, your colleague, he had to go behind the bar and help the bartender make drinks. So while all this is happening, the music sounded kind of shaky. So the bartender asked me if I can get on the sticks. Because so this man co- that was running this bar got overwhelmed, and you and your friend, your colleague, sorry. He's a friend. He's just called him, I just like saying colleague. Okay. You and your friend colleague <laughs> did free labor. That's what I'm getting from this. Listen, I was on the sticks. Bro, I was on the sticks, 
in the corner of the bar smoking the hookah, acting like I was the owner. I'm going to be honest with you. It's probably a great feeling. Bro, do you know how many people I saw walk up to him, right? Because he was making drinks after a while by himself, right? And I was, like, hyping it up because he was nervous. Like, he wasn't – he's not a dumb guy, right? He just didn't know how to bartend. Like, the owner was just like, yo, I saw you work behind there one night because we were slammed one night and you went behind there and made whiskey gingers and vodka cranberries. Can you run the bar on a Sunday night? Like, it's going to be dead. Like Yes, can you do this? Yeah, you know? Like, he was just like, all right, like, sure. <laughs> and, you know, I wouldn't blame him. If I didn't, I'd be like, sure, that's – I can run a bar and make fucking – put quarter out, quarter fucking alcohol and the rest of it fill it up with juice. Yeah, sure. I can do that for four hours, five hours. That's fine. So, um – you know how many people I saw walk up to him after he's making drinks, asking him, like, yo, are those the owners? Talking about me me and uh, my friend sitting in the corner, like, yo, are those the owners? And he's like, nah, those are just friends. I'm like, yo. That's fire. I'm the fucking owner, yo. I'd have dead cut him off before anything, before he said anything, and be like, hey, yo, what y'all need? Yeah. Yo, one of the people asked me, because his hookah was tasting real charcoalish, and he was like, Yo, do you know how to make, do you know how to like fix hookahs? Like, this is real charcoal. It's not as minty. So I walk over. I'm like, I got you, Pop. Test the hookah. I'm like, you know what is real charcoal? I'll make a new one for you. <laughs> Just like that. I swear to God. I'm going to make a new one for you. I was like, I was like, uh, we're going to call my friend, uh, we're going to call my friend Hub. Hub? Hub. Okay, sidebar for a second. Who the fuck is this? Uh, you can just edit it. We're not live. 901. Um, who's behind the bar? Some guy. Okay. I was like, "Yo, Hub, we need another hookah over here." Damn, how many? I've seen him in a minute. He's good. He's good. He's he's uh he's doing very well. We'll talk about it after. But he's doing very. He's got into uh one of his passions, and he's uh which is bartending, right? Yeah, and he's he's running with it. Like he he ran into a real good situation. Like we have to check his spot. Real situation. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Like, penthouse in the city. Oh. Real situation. Love that. Yeah. Um. But, yeah. So, I was on the sticks in the corner, smoking hookah, just running through a nice little dance hall, reggaeton, uh, pop dance playlist. They're lucky they got you on the sticks, because I would have put on some baby trunk. Yeah, I know. I would have been in that bitch. I, I saw some future in there. I, I would have been in that bitch acting a fool. I saw some future little baby gun in there. <laughs> they would have been dumb confused. Smoking a hookah? Like, who is this? And I'd be like, it's baby motherfucking Tron, man. Yeah, no, and guess what? That blunt you smoked before was not runs. It nah, wasn't. Nah, niggas looked at you crazy. Yeah, they would have. And then I'd have been like, what's in your pocket right now? Real life money challenge. And they would have been like, what? Side note. Still on the same topic. Thursday nights, lesbian nights, I got invited. By who? By people that were there. To lesbian night. To lesbian night. What do you do at lesbian night as a man? Do you just stay out the way? I think you just do whatever the lesbians are asking you to do. <laughs> They're in complete control. Yeah, I think. I mean. It's their night. It's their night. What else do you do? So you just walk up and just like, what would you guys like me to do? I think so. I think you just wait. <laughs> Imagine like we'd like you to leave. Yeah. You're being, nah, nah, you're being be weird. That'd be crazy. Nah. Um, but uh, going back to the whole gay bar thing, I think it was I think it was a pretty good vibe. Low key. And you remember that time we uh, we walked into that gay bar in Miami? Yes. Because it was like, like they were, we were on a whole strip and that spot was oh my God, noticeably, that, was that spot was noticeably more up. Than every other spot on the strip. 
Bro, that place. That's why we walked in there. Yeah, but that place just. I really walked in and was like, oh, we are not in the right place. No, no, no. But that's a gay bar in Miami. That's aggressive. That was so aggressive. A, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. oh. I'm, I'm good on that. I was like, oh, I wasn't ready for this. Yeah, what I don't, don't want to. That's too aggressive for me. Um, nothing, <laughs> nothing against gay bars. I just. That's too aggressive for me. Because that's like a you tell them no once and like they still push up on you type thing. There's I'm good on that. I'm good on that. You know, right like, now there's, there's a woman listening to this podcast going, this is how I feel all the time. Yeah. <sighs> felt felt because i'm like if i tell you no once i'll make i'll maybe give it a twice if you're like being sweet about it but i'm not <laughs> being sweet about yeah, it. yeah yeah you know like listen it's a gay <laughs> man complimenting me on you know like he's he's indirectly saying that i'm attractive i don't think it's indirect no no it's not indirect but i'm saying he's not outwardly saying you're attractive i want to fuck you he's not saying that yeah <laughs> Maybe his maybe his he, maybe his mouth isn't saying it, but his, his eyes hips, his eyes are his hips though his eyes and his hips are his hips are sure. saying his hips are saying many 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 secrets to your word to your ears. Um, but he's I whispering digress. sweet I nothings, sweet nothings. Um, but yeah, I, listen twice at most three times. I'm a have to get I'm a have to get real real assertive. He might want it, that, you know. <sighs> You see, and then I'm just down. Yeah, I'm gonna say. Imagine you're like, yo, what the fuck? And he's like, I wanted to see if you had some zest. In yo, you. my god, <laughs> just it fucking scared you. <laughs> yeah, that's you're gonna be haunted by that though. That's aggressive. I don't like that. Nah, like for me, like okay, so when I got on the sticks, it was the bartender who told me, yo, can you take over? And two of the guys, there, there had already been people there when I took over. So the bartender said that to me. I'm in the middle of the bar at this at this point, right? Bartender says that to me. Two of the guys are at the other end of the bar. I have to walk past them to go behind the bar to like plug my phone in to start get like get everything going. And as he says that, I'm walking by and two of the guys are like, Ooh, what you got for us, DJ? And I'm like, like that, like I'm cool with that. And I was like, yo, what you want to listen to, gentlemen? What we got? <laughs> gentlemen. Yeah, you know? You know? I was like, oh, it's a good vibe. Hey, you know? fellas. <laughs> you know? I was like, I like this. Like, this is cool. Like, everybody's just mad friendly. Just having fun. Yeah, bro. I think everybody's having fun. I think, I think it'll be a good time. Um, definitely trying to pull up there with some females, though. Yes. Agreed. Yeah, trying to pull up some females and just have a good time. Because I've heard that uh, gay bars not only have great drinks. Yes, they do. But I are notoriously, like, up. And I've we have personally seen a spot in the middle of a Miami strip that is noticeably more up than every other spot around it. No, that place was chaos. That place was, that was two stories, right? Yeah. Yeah, bro. No, that, I have like, to say bro, that. there was gay people know how to party. There was gay guys falling out the second floor. That's what I remember. It was just an over an overflow. I remember I went to a uh I was on a date and this this uh woman took me to a gay bar and she was I was like a gay bar and she's like, Trust me though, the drinks here slap and we're gonna get great service. Did they indeed slap? Oh my god, are you kidding me, bro? I was like half drunk through the second drink. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Love that. I was like, thank god we walked here. Yeah. But yeah, no, nah, that place was dope. I'm not gonna lie to you. They were mad nice. That's what that's what it was. Like like niggas talking to niggas be you know, it just be friction sometimes. And I'm like, "Yo, bro, I just say hello sometimes. You know, just be nice. Be cool. Like I'm not trying to fight you, dog." They just be feeling mad fucking like uh, what do you call it? Like competitive. And I'm like, "I'm not trying to I'm not trying to compete. I'm just trying to speak." 
and you know i was i, I felt very very welcome at this place and everybody was extremely nice um but yeah so if you haven't been to a gay bar fellas i would uh i would check it out bring your lady with you if you're feeling uncomfortable if you're feeling uncomfortable because i know some of you are uh soft and aren't comfortable in your uh sexual that's okay that's okay because there's still time to work on it but uh don't be a homophobe because you'll get slapped <laughs> not by me by a very large gay man <laughs> is that a threat that's a threat <laughs> okay threat imminent okay well okay that's that on that <laughs> Glad we that's started that on the gay bar that. chronicles <laughs> <laughs> empty the tank baby back in it no now you want to tell them we're back after you told saying, them the whole story about the gay, bar? the gay bar because i was i was excited okay because well, this is only the second time i've ever been the first time was in miami yeah, that was, was that was aggressive, like too aggressive. And this was the second time, and I was like, "This is a good experience." And then lesbian night also piqued my interest, so I had to go there as well. But yeah, baby, uh, empty the tank. We're back. Nice little Tuesday. Uh, feels like a Wednesday. Um, April's flying. Uh, Four twenty is the mañana. We're about to. Uh, we're about to hit the summertime. Temperatures are pretty pretty iffy right now. Friday's going to be 72, but then it's going to drop back into the mid-50s for the next, like, two weeks. Oh, I just can't wait to get to, like, end of May where it's, like, 60s and 70s every day. We don't have to worry about this. It's going to be 45 degrees tomorrow. Is it? High? No. In oh. the morning. Interesting. It's going to warm up to, like, 50 in the middle of the day, but it's, like, now we're in that period where it's very easy to get sick. Yes. Because it's very easy to get carried away with what the weather is. Correct. Or it's just the 70 on Friday, 34 on Saturday. Or that. Thing where you can't even help. Or that. Just having to walk outside. You said the you said the quiet part, Ella. You know? Nah, but we're back. Baseball's back. Well, hasn't been back, but it's been here. Uh, and while Sadiq has been at gay bars, the Yankees have been off to a uh, not-so-crazy start to the season, and Yankee fans are losing their everlasting minds. Yeah, it took a lot of screenshots of people on Twitter who, uh, that one guy, I forget what his name is, but Ooh. he was literally like... Can you read uh, that? Can you read that? Can you read that? Because that was like... Do I mention the name here? Nah, you have to, because I feel like Yankee fans... Right, and this is if you're listening to this, this is for you. If you're not a Yankee fan, if you don't even know what I'm talking about, this is about the New York Yankees. Okay, their fans are the most irrational, uh, insane people ever. Right, the Yankees have a high bar of excellence, right? But Yankee fans take it to the next level, which is basically if we don't look like we're gonna beat the shit out of every team in the league. Every single day, then no one's doing their job, and everyone has to be fired and getting rid of. And that is just insanity, especially a game as hard as baseball, with as many games as baseball. So, without further ado, Sadiq, read this tweet that happened two days ago? 4.17 at 4.11 p.m. So, I believe this is after the Yankees lost to the Orioles, and this was their eighth game of the season, correct? Correct. So, that would be... Correct. The Yankees being 5% into their season. Correct. And this is by uh, your boy Tommy Smokes. 
on Twitter. A Barstool Sports employee, of course. Yep. Mind you, uh, he's got a white dad hat on in his profile picture that reads Vape God. So what you're telling me is this guy knows baseball. Yeah, that's exactly And he knows vapes. That's a thousand percent what I'm telling you. Look, man, if he's the king of if he's the king Let's of the vapes, he uh, can help. Uh, that's how we have to preface the tweet there. Okay. King King um, of Vapes, Tommy Smokes. Tommy Smokes, quote unquote, or quote, I've seen enough to declare the Yankees are not a championship team as currently constructed. Same shit as last season. Offense is horrible. No heart. Punting games with lineups. Bullpen will get overworked, and they did nothing to improve. You can blame it all on Brian Cashman. End quote. Eight games. Well, eight games. Like I said, I screenshotted a bunch of tweets. Read them off. Read them off because they're not they're not going to get any better. I'm that, that's eight games by Vape God. Hold on, I got to find. I only screenshot. So, Mister Mister Vape God, aka Tommy Smokes, aka got addicted to nicotine by smoking jewels in college and can't let them go as an adult, <laughs> is now telling Brian Cashman, who has you say it like that, it sounds so hurtful. I'm just stating the facts. <laughs> I have no, stating no the facts. He's a digit. He's a nicotine fiend. I didn't tell him to buy that dad hat. But he's telling Mr. Brian Cashman, a uh, a millionaire, the second longest tenured GM in baseball, and a man that holds many World Series rings, that he's not doing his job right now, and that through eight games, he has seen enough to realize that Brian Cashman did not do his job. Eight games. Eight games. Yeah, listen to this. Great win, but why does Gallo wear protective gear? He couldn't foul one off his shin, let alone put one in play. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's hurtful. That's funny as fuck. That's hurtful. That's <laughs> hurtful. Oh, my God. What else you got? Um, uh, I do blame Boone. Boone has said many times he makes the lineup. In that case... Resting guys who go three for four the night before is on him. He's not a manager. He's a programmable robot. All things bring all things being equal, the Yankees will always be outmanaged. Wow. Um, wow. The Yankees will always be outmanaged, everything equal. What does that mean? Everything equal. Dude, I'm a Yankees fan and still agree that Chapman is a prick. Suffering from alcoholism and seeking help is a lot different from choking out your girlfriend and claiming you poked her on the shoulder before firing off eight shots in your garage. I'm not really sure. Where? What was he trying to make I'm a statement really sure about? I'm not really sure with that. Uh... Chapman was an al- is an alcoholic. Was an alcoholic. I don't. Yankees Twitter. Official Yankees Twitter posted Detroit dub when they beat Detroit 5-2, 23 Uh minutes ago. Uh Uh-huh. Comment. Chapman beats women. Tigers win the game because we actually respect women and Chapman beats them. Tigers win. Yankees lose. 2006 ALDS, 2011 ALDS, 2012 ALCS. Tweet under that. Wait, no. Detroit Tigers' Miguel Cabrera tested for alcoholism. And that is when the tweet I first read aloud is said. Oh, so this is mean, man. 
Why are we talking about... This man said Tigers win the game because Yankees beat women and they respect them. They lost the game. Well, hey, we both know that professional sports are dictated by respect and what? by good citizens, right? Never has someone that's been a bad person ever succeeded in sports, right? Never, right? Like Jeez. Ben Roethlisberger, right, after all those sexual assault cases, there's no way that he got a standing ovation on the way out of his career and won a Super Bowl, right? Because that's not that's not how things work, right? Jesus. Jesus. I got another one, too. I think this might be a, a, a what do you call it? Like a, a parody account type thing? Uh-huh. Uh, I think I can speak for all Yankee fans that we know this game is a fluke. A fluke win. This team needs to be torn down. Trade Cole, Judge, Stanton. Build around the only true star. Greg Bird. <laughs> Definitely got to be a fluke. Uh, a parody yeah, tweet. let's ignore that. The ter- I actually think the – I have a theory about the Yankees, but continue. Remind me about that theory in three minutes when you finish going through these tweets because oh, I actually God. want to talk about that. I don't want to go through these anymore. These are just bad. That's crazy. The Tigers win the game because they respect – now, I love women. I'm going to preface this statement by saying I love women. Be better because – And I don't want to disrespect them. real hot. I would just like to say that a, a baseball is an inanimate object, and it does not care if you respect women or not. Just like a football and a basketball. Okay, yeah, that's true. Don't don't Very care, true. right? There's can't disagree with that. You know what I mean? Like, what's that dude's name? Richie Incognito. He like bullied one of his teammates into retirement, and like is noted as like an asshole. Like, I don't know what you talking about Richie Incognito. He's like an offensive lineman. Anyway, he's an NFL dude. Anyway, he's an he's an asshole, and does he beat women? Allegedly, he what did he do? Hold on, there's a crazy story about Richie Incognito at his dad's funeral. What? Yeah, I'm about to blow your mind right now. No pause. Okay, let's see. Police report, and this is from CBS Sports. This ain't from some shit Evan just pulled out of his ass. The latest Richie Incognito saga continues to take a darker twist at each turn with new information being revealed. The latest piece of information stemming from Incognito's run-in at a funeral home is the darkest. The former Bills offensive lineman wanted to cut his deceased father's head off. Incognito was detained and arrested at a Scottsdale, Arizona funeral home. Thank you. Where his father's funeral was being held earlier this week. At various points of of his time at the funeral home, he threatened to return to his car, get guns out of the car, and shoot employees at the funeral home if they didn't allow him access to the proceedings in his father's body. Police arrived at the scene later and found firearms in his truck when they arrived. What? Incognito wanted to cut off his dead father's head to research what was inside it. Somebody got to check that man for CTE. Oh, man. Whoever CTE is, that man got the strongest case. Oh. He injected himself with CTE. That man going crazy right now. What the fuck? According to the arrest report, employees said that the former pro bowler, because it's important to announce that this guy was good at football while talking about all the bad things he does, said he wanted to cut his father's head cut off for research purposes and walk through the funeral home punching caskets and throwing things. Incognito was supposed to sign cremation papers, but wouldn't cooperate. I just wouldn't cooperate. After making, after quote unquote, making himself comfortable in the office of one of the victims of the of one of the victims, which I'm assuming is one of the employees, Incognito wanted to buy flowers for the funeral, 
and everything they had and then gave them his credit card. Why have I never heard of Richie Incognito with all this shit going on? You've heard about him. Was that in the, like the news? Was that like trending on Twitter or something? Mm-hmm. Most, most definitely. You know what? I wasn't on Twitter all day today. Besides for like the last two, three hours. Mm. So, it's, it was said that Richie Incognito bullied Jonathan Martin, who was another guard on the same team as him when they were on the, on the Dolphins. Bullied him into retirement? Well, not into retirement, but bullied him into, I think, asking for a trade. For a trade. How do you bully a grown man like that? Mm. Yeah, he took... Yeah, so... I'm sorry. Yes, Jonathan Martin retired. Did not play in the NFL after that. Damn. How do you bully a grown man like that? That's serious shit. How you bully anyone like that? I mean, kids, I can understand. They're just, they're, you know, they're easier to break. But, like, a grown man already mm-hmm. made his mark, already been through hell and back with football, mm-hmm. already in the league. That's crazy. Yeah. Holy shit. Wow. Damn. God bless Jonathan Martin, man. Jonathan they Martin. said that ESPN and Adam Schefter, Adam Schefter, the man that wrote the book about his wife's dead husband, <laughs> they never met. The man, I never met. Yes, uh, reported that Jonathan Martin feared retribution from Incognito, and that's why he had trouble coming forward about it. So basically, he was so scared of Incognito that he didn't tell them that he was being harassed by him. And this is a grown ass football player. This, this is ain't... What I'm saying this is serious. This is more serious, I should say. Here we go. Schefter and Mortensen, who's an ESPN reporter, cited unnamed sources that one of the significant allegations is an incident during 2013 summer when Incognito got Martin to contribute 15K to help finance a trip to Vegas by a group of dolphins, even though Martin preferred not to, fearing the consequences if he did not hand over the money. Oh, my God, this just gets worse. It is said that the team and the and the NFL are in position of highly disturbing text and voicemails in which Incognito used a racial slur against Martin, who's black, and disturbing text and voice exchanges, including a reference to tracking down members of Martin's family and harming them, and even threatening to kill Martin. Yeah. So, Incognito's harassment of Martin got to the point that Martin feared for his safety and le- felt that leaving the team was his only option. Oh. And what did you think the Dolphins did after all this came out and he was under investigation? Uh, put out a statement that he's a good guy. Dolphins suspended him indefinitely after the game. Oh. I had to make sure, you know, he get, he get the blocks for the QB. I was say. Who was there, what, uh, what year was this? 2013. Who was their QB back then? Tannehill? It, I don't know. I'm just out Someone just... bad. According to Schefter, the final straw for the Dolphins was a highly graphic voicemail Incognito left him in April 2013, in which Incognito called Martin a half, I don't even want to say this word, a half N-word piece of shit, threatened to slap Martin's mother across the face. Ah. <laughs> that all was crazy. And even uttered a, and even uttered a death threat against Martin. Uh, Martin was another guard. Mhm. I mean, at that point, bro, you got to spear that motherfucker at practice. You don't even wait. First, first time you see him after that voicemail on the practice field, 
you're dead. I, mean, I don't care. Suspend me. Kick me off. Cut me. I'll release the voicemail. I don't care. But in no way I'm taking this to management and be like, he said this to me. I, you're dead. And especially like, it's not like a like a cornerback. He's another guard. So you're the same size? He's got to be, sort of. I mean, within two to five inches, within 30 to 40 pounds. Right? Like. Now I want you to listen to this. According to the Fort Lauderdale paper, multiple, multiple sources say that Incognito took orders from Dolphins coaches to toughen up Martin too far. And that the voicemail message that led to his suspension, where he called him a half N-word piece of shit, was because Martin missed two days of the team's voluntary workout offseason program. The coaches asked Incognito, who was the leader of the defensive line at the time, to make a call that would get him into the fold. And that's what he chose to say to him. Now, what do you think the GM of the Dolphins said, right, after this voicemail came out and he had to address Martin? What do you think the Miami GM said? Jeff Ireland said to Jonathan Martin. I don't even know. Just tell me because this story is just bad. He suggested that Martin punch Incognito. (laughs) You see? You see? Don't take it to management. First day on the practice field. Helmet to the nose. Then... When you're all blurry, because I just took a helmet and destroyed your fucking sinus region, I'm going to spear you, and I'm not going to stop punching you until 17 people pull me off. Because, like, the racial slur? All right, whatever, bro. Like, cool. Be original. Slap my mother in the face? Oh, God, you're dead. Oh, my God. This is, this is like... Dude, your face is changing right now every time you, like, scroll. You want to know what I'm reading right now? No, I mean, go. At this point, read it. Okay. Incognito was suspended for three months. Uh, let's see. Text messages were released between Martin and Incognito. Uh, let's see. Oh, my God. Okay. So... Uh, lawyer Ted Wells released a report following an investigation into the matter through the NFL. Investigation included that Incognito and John Jerry and Mike Pouncey bullied Martin. Oh, more an- guys bullied him. Another Dolphins offensive lineman and also a Dolphins staff member and an unnamed assistant trainer. Report concluded that they made several severe racial slurs towards the assistant trainer. Uh, and taunted him by saying that they had sex with his girlfriend. So, I'm assuming they said they DP'd her. DP, baby. Uh, <laughs> no need to add that here. This is the worst part, though. Okay. And I know there's been a lot of bad parts already, so brace yourself. Because okay. nothing can prepare you for the words I'm about to say. Okay. Hold on. Yeah, hood up. Go. On December 7th, 2012, the anniversary... 2012. The anniversary of the Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor... Incognito, Jerry, and Pouncey donned traditional Japanese headbands featuring a rising sun emblem, which the assistant trainer had given them, and jokingly threatened to harm the assistant trainer physically in retaliation for the Pearl Harbor attack. The assistant trainer, who was Japanese, confided in Martin that he was upset about the Pearl Harbor comments and found them derogatory. 
what the fuck is happening over in Miami? What is happening in Miami? Who knows if it's still going on? So I don't even know. In 2009, Holy shit. In 2009 NFL players voted Incognito as the dirtiest player in the league. Well, Incognito sucks, huh? That's the take. Yeah. Incognito is a shitty individual. Uh, what's he doing now? He's not, uh, he's not in the league anymore, obviously. No, I think he's still playing. He's still playing? He, he got re-signed after another year. He took a year off to uh, work on himself, and then he got re-signed again. Yeah, go fuck yourself, Incognito. Uh, he just finished playing for the Raiders. Oh, shit. He's still in the league? What did you think was going to happen? I don't know. I thought, I mean, this was back in 2013. I figured, you know, he played another two, three years, and then he, uh, they left. Nope. Uh, let's see. Oh, here we go. A day after uh, 2017, named his fourth Pro Bowl. Day after the Bills lost to the Jaguars in the wild card. Incognito was accused by Jaguars defensive end Yannick Ngakwe of using racial slurs against him during the game. Following the season's end, Incognito announced his intent to retire, noting that a recent doctor's visit had revealed he was suffering from liver and kidney failure. Uh, he also expressed dissatisfaction with a contract restructuring, and that was that. So, yeah, that is Rajiv Cognito. Whatever that means. Shitty guy. Sucky individual. Shouldn't be in the league. Shouldn't be allowed to be around other uh, human beings. High key. Um... Now that we're done with Incognito, because we are done with Incognito, um, I'm watching a seafood boil being made with a... Wait, what? A base of Sunny D. On what? On the best app ever. Tweet that it. So I guess we're talking about the bird. How many minutes How many minutes do we have in this, this thing? 32. Bless you. 33. 40. Ooh. So we're going to close out with... Uh, the hot button topic here, which is Twitter and Elon Musk. Oh. Yeah, I'm not really... Did you, do you want to fully understand the situation? Yes, I breathed myself in this situation. Okay, because I when I speak to the people through this microphone, I speak to them with the utmost knowledge and intelligence. All right, when you're... Finish. Because we got to talk about some <laughs> shit. Um, yeah, are they... Uh, they're talking about, like, blocking Elon, like... A league is trying to block like a super team trade. So, let's review all the things going on. Twitter, like Sadiq just said, is, in my opinion, in his opinion, the best social media app. Correct, Mundo. Uh, it is for the thinkers, the speakers. You can use it to talk shit. You can learn it to use it to learn. You can use it to do a lot of things. But the most important thing I think you can do on Twitter is you can find live news updates and video at any time on any sporting event. If someone hits a home run right this second as I'm talking, within the next minute or two, is Ozzy Albie's going to win the batting title this year? I have not seen him make it out this year. Anyway, uh, sorry about that. Just saw Ozzy Albie's hit another ball. Over people's heads. I remember seeing him in AAA in Indiana and thinking to myself, this is a small man at the plate. And then he tripled. Uh, he said, fuck you and your judgments. <laughs> yeah, so basically Twitter is not a well-run company. Uh, 
the board of Twitter is just a bunch of people that get paid millions of dollars to really make no decisions. Uh, the founder of the company has left the company. And basically, it's just a social media app that doesn't make money and hasn't progressed. Uh, it has not returned any share, has not returned any money to the shareholders. And it just essentially, it's it's a losing proposition. That's it. You know, nothing more, nothing less. And I like, I love Twitter. But the way it's being run is terrible. Let's see, let's see something. Let me and see. Elon wants to do some good. I don't think he wants to do some good. Elon says he wants to do some good. I think Elon sees an opportunity. To uh, further capitalize and uh, extend his net worth. I saw a crazy tweet the other day that says Elon's not doesn't own his own home. And he's just sleeping on uh, sleeping and rotating on friends' couches slash spare rooms. Elon Musk is the same man that went on like 2017, 2018, when Tesla was having delays and had to figure shit out, he stopped going home and just started sleeping on oh, the yeah. cubicles. That I remember. Right? So People. that's why I believe it. I respect the hell out of that man. Because. Do you know what his net worth is? He's the richest man in the world. Do you know, uh, yes. But do you know what his net worth is? No. I do know that if. We were given ten thousand dollars a day since the start of the start of the world. We wouldn't be as rich as him. Two hundred and fifty-one billion. Yeah. What do you do at that point? Buy Twitter. Do you do? <laughs> Fair. Fair. Twitter's worth uh forty-three billion, I think. That was his offer. That was no. That was his offer. I think that's. His offer was $43 billion because that'd be at $54.20 a share. Oh, but Twitter's all-time high is like 80-something. So basically, the, the the thinking is that he, his offer needs to at least double. Right? But I don't think that's his end game. But let's talk about Twitter first, and then we'll get to what Elon wants to do here. Okay. Twitter doesn't return any money, right? The people that work on the board, so usually in companies, right, in Fortune 500 companies... The people that sit on the board and are in charge of the company are paid in stock options for two reasons. One, because if you're paid in stock options, you can't get taxed on that. So technically, your tax bracket is super low, right? The second thing is that they get paid in stock options because this. If you work for a company and you make $7 million, whether the company does better or does worse, you don't give a shit, right? Correct. Right? Like, you're in place of it. You're in place you're in place of employment right now. If the place makes a million dollars next month, if the place makes zero dollars next month, Sadiq still makes the same amount of money. Oh, oh, oh yes, yes, yes. If I'm an employee, yes. Right yes. then. So you don't want the people like on in charge of making the decisions for the company not trying to make more profit and bring the stock up because it's publicly traded, right? Sure. All the people on Twitter's board are paid salaries or in other provisions. They're not paid in stock. No one on the Twitter board owns more than like 2% of the stock besides Jack Dorsey, right? Who, was, who created Twitter Correct. and just left it to do his own thing, which is uh, Square, which he also owns, which is insane yes. that he created that too. So my point is they don't have an incentive to push the company. They haven't really returned anything to the company. I'm not to the company, to the shareholders, which means that basically putting putting money into Twitter stock hasn't been an extremely lucrative thing. Let me look up Twitter's stock price real quick for you, boys and girls. 
Okay. So we got Twitter stock price. It's been as low as let's see, in its in its creation in twenty fourteen, it was as it went up to sixty five, bottomed out at like fifteen in twenty seventeen, and it's now at forty six. So it's lower than its IPO price. So basically if you bought Twitter when it first dropped. You're good. No, you didn't make any money. You lost money. If you, if you bought Twitter, when Twitter's IPO, when Twitter first debuted on the public markets, Twitter, Twitter came out at about 64. What? Oh, you static? Static boy? So, if you bought Twitter stock. When the Twitter first IPO'd, right? Twitter went from about 50-something dollars to 65, and then it's just been fluctuating since, right? But Twitter is now at $46. So that means in almost eight years, the stock is still lower than what it was pretty much on IPO day. That means that the company has not made any noticeable changes or grown in that time. Hasn't broken through the ceiling. Yes. Correct. Hasn't even got off the ground floor. Stayed on the ground floor. My Somewhat. So it just jumped. Anyway. It's jumped. It hasn't Correct. climbed any stairs. So Elon, who who bought 9% of Twitter's shares in January, there's two ways he can he's playing it. He's either playing it for the returns. <laughs> I was just about to say that. So there, there's two ways to play it. It's either one, Elon wants to get a return on his investment because he bought a lot and it didn't work out the way he thinks it is. But what I think is Elon doesn't want to own Twitter. One, because they're not going to let him own Twitter, because Twitter is literally like the most freest free platform yeah. of speech in the world. Correct. So no chance they're going to let one man own that and make it private. It's literally... Especially that's because Elon word, Elon word, Elon's word is literally like... Uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? It's... Uh, it creates waves. Yeah, he's a loose cannon. He's yeah. a wild card. Yeah, it creates waves among people's minds that influence mm-hmm. stock. Correct. Also, he creates a lot of hype. Like I said, like I was. This is a topic I told Sadiq. I said Elon Musk is a rock star. I put it on our agenda, but I never really went into it. This is what I was going to say. <laughs> Elon Musk is the richest man in the world. I think he's the most influential man in the world right now. I don't think it's very close. Right. Think yeah. about. Think about Kanye, right? When Kanye was like, oh, I want to hang out with the Elon Musk and this, that, and third. Now he hangs out with, we see him and Elon together, right? Yeah. I think that Elon has just this aura about him. Like, this man is just like, he's the future, right? And that's something that, you know, you can't really control or create. He just is the future. You know uh, what I mean? He controlled and created himself. He turned himself into the future. Mm-hmm. I mean, look what he's doing. Look what he did with Doge, Dogecoin. This, that's what I was thinking when I said his 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 word is literally like wave tsunami creating type word. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a like, he's a rock what star. He's doing with everything tech wise, tech is the future. Look what he's doing with everything tech wise. Feel me? Like you've been talking about wanting to own a Tesla for how long? 
You've been talking about your next car's Tesla for how long? Yeah. Well, my next car's going to be a Dodge Challenger. But after that, we get the Tesla. This is what I'm saying, right? And then Neuralink, right? He's got his own space program. He's just doing cool shit. You know? Like, he's just doing cool shit. Like, Man wants to go like, to Mars. He wants to build electric cars that are super fast and super quiet. Well, he's already done it. Sorry. That's it. Like the Cybertruck. That shit's not coming out for like Teslas three years. Teslas are scary because I don't hear shit when they come around. Corner, bro, bro, Teslas are fast. I don't hear shit. Teslas are fast. Yeah, he's redoing the Cybertruck, but still a cool concept. Correct. <laughs> Man's really broke a window at the fucking reveal. Yeah. Yeah, so... He's a rock star. So, but I don't think he wants to buy Twitter, right? Because if he wanted to buy Twitter, he would have just made like an 80 billion offer and they probably would say yes, right? Because, and I also don't think he made that offer because they won't let him. They're not going to let one man control that. Correct. He'd be too powerful, right? That, that I understood. Like we learned with Mark Zuckerberg, you could not let one man hold up the keys to a social media platform with that, man, with that much power. Like news, sports, everything. And Zucky got lucky. Oh God! <laughs> Come on now, you don't have. You know I, I'm a wordplay guy. Zucky got lucky because they didn't. Nobody realized that Facebook was gonna absolutely shoot to seventeen galaxies away. You know how much Facebook is worth right now? Tell me. Five hundred twenty-three billion. So two, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mixed those numbers up. Five hundred thirty-two billion. So two Elons, roughly. Wow. That's a stupid number, bro. Yeah, it is. That's a stupid And think about it. That's what Twitter's board hasn't done anything. Facebook's phasing out. This is Twitter's time to capitalize. I don't think Facebook's phasing out. I think Facebook is phasing out for our generation in terms of a social media, post photos, post what you're thinking type of thing. Facebook marketplace is going crazy, right? And the political side of Facebook is never going to end, right? And who loves politics? Large majority of people in this country and around the world. True. It's just never going to end. Facebook is never going to end. The Facebook we know is social media, IG, Twitter type of social media. Yeah, that's over. For us anyway. But how many are your parents on Facebook? Yes, yeah. my parents on Facebook. Yeah, they are. And they love that shit. Yeah, they do. You know? But I, I digress. Facebook's never going anywhere. $532 billion later. Zucky is lucky. Because, <laughs> bro, after the, he, was the, he was the benchmark. Yeah, he was. He was the guy that started. And then they realized, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. There are more guys that can do this. And we can't more. let this happen again. A lot more. Because this is dangerous. Dangerous. Ooh. Uh, yeah, so back to the my, uh, my plot here. And then, oh, I got to my Yankees theory, too. So my theory is that Elon wants people, right, to stir up this interest in Twitter so that someone else can buy Twitter, right? Because Twitter's being mishandled. So I think he's basically, it's basically like so someone- wants to get in Twitter, fix everything that's wrong, and then sell it again? Is that no, what you're saying? I don't think he wants to do any of that. I think it's more like he's looking around, he's like, someone needs to fix this. And he's like, but no one's going to want to do it. I need to bring attention to this. And he's like, oh yeah, I'll just make a public- I'll make it super public that I offered money for this company and give them an offer that they're not going to accept. Because now everyone else is like, oh, my God, we can't let them have it. Like they were on MSNBC like Elon Elon wants to take over the world. That's why he wants Twitter. Nobody else going to do it. 
I'm saying, but now, now Blackstone is thinking about making an offer. Other companies are thinking about making an offer. It's rumored that Google might make an offer. Oh, you get shit. what I'm saying? He's, 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 he he just stirred, stirred up the, the water. Yeah. He just stirred the water. It's just like if Kanye just mentioned like some bar or club in New York in a song. That club is going nuts. Yeah. Even if Kanye's never set foot in there. He could just say it once. Valentina's. Mm-hmm. Going up. So I think that he's doing that so that one, his agenda can get a little bit uh, furthered. Right, because whoever takes it over after that, they're definitely gonna have some dialogue with him. He also owns nine percent of the company, so he's gonna have some dialogue. That's what, and now he's asking just to get on the board. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, I think it's a combination of a few things. But that's my theory with uh, Elon and Twitter. I don't think they'll let him buy it. I don't think he's going to make the necessary bid to buy it. I think this was just an exercise. You know, like. You know when they say chess, not checkers? Yeah. This is chess. Elon playing chess, everybody else playing checkers. Absolutely. I mean, wow, this is another case where his word has just created ripples Mm -hmm. in the rest of society. And we and we just can't we can't get enough of him. We can't. He named his child like XYZ plus two. Named his child a robot. A robot name. That like come out on like Mm -hmm. when you hit the buttons that you never press on a keyboard. Yep. And all those things show up. He he named his child like when you're when you have a Bluetooth keyboard and you don't know if it's on and you're just typing random keys. That's what he named his child. Oh, this thing's on? Okay. That kid, that kid's about to grow up. And just I like he might be I think his kid's gonna be a uh <clears throat> an absolute menace of a human being. Oh, absolutely. His dad don't give a fuck. And his dad's the richest man on earth. So what's he going to be? He's not a bad guy, though. I don't think he's a bad guy. I don't think he's a bad guy. I'm just saying. I think he's going to be an absolute menace of a son. and I'm sorry, menace of a person. Mm -hmm. But not like a bad way. Just like another Elon. Except I think he might be better. Okay. He's like three. So I don't know how you would know that. Later in life, Evan. When he grows up, I just think... Again, he's shown nothing to show us that. He he's might, also three. He might and just, Elon might be keeping all his fucking shit. He might have built his own computer already. Elon not, not going to tell the world that? He definitely would. I don't know. Okay. I don't think Elon's anyway. going to tell the world anything about his son. Anyway, anyway, Elon, you a star. Come kick it with the ETT boys. Ooh, ooh, yes. Because we go viral. Yes. Need, need an interview with Elon. Speak it into existence now. Um, but ladies and gents. Hold on. Let me say my Yankees theory. Then we get out of here. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I yeah. think the Yankees have one more year left in this competitive cycle. Then, then I think they tear it down. Soft rebuild. Those type of words make me want to cry. It's a soft rebuild. You got Stan and Cole on the books, but I'm just saying soft rebuild. Soft rebuild. Judge leaves. Gallo leaves. Gorilla Mayhew. Right? Rizzo's on a two-year deal. I Donaldson's on a two-year deal. I want to win Judge now, and Gallo are out of here. But I think... I think... I think that's a... I think that's a quality plan. I you got a new core. I, I, you got a new core coming up. Like I, like I said last episode, I think... I think we've been... I think we've been, like... Putting pieces together 
to win now and not really putting pieces together to win for the future. Well, God forbid you tell that to Yankee fans on Twitter. Maybe I should tell them. They might kill I you. I don't listen, but I they might kill you. It. We need to win the World Series now, bro. It's been 13 years. It's been 13 goddamn years. Goddamn Astros, goddamn Dodgers. Why can't we do it? Goddamn Red Sox. We haven't beat the Red Sox in, in a playoff. Man, a playoff series. Eight games like in. Oh, oh, three. Well, look, let's remember. The vape god has already said that this season's over for the Yankees. Yo, I can't wait. I can't wait to fucking end. Like, this is. I'm not going to just not post it if we don't win the World Series. I'm going to post it once we make the playoffs. I'm going to be like, listen, like. I'm saying, bro. It's going to be like mid June. You guys are going to go like 13 and 1 and, and like go like tie for first place or something. Everyone's like, oh my God, the Yankees are back. And it's like, they never went anywhere. Like, it, the team was always good. You're just an idiot. You don't you don't have any long term thinking ability. That's why people end up broke because they can't think longer than thirty minutes. And now we have it on the mic because all you fucking guys are idiots, and you make Yankee fans look bad. The good ones, yeah, such do. as myself. Um. Anyway, um. That's all we got for you today. Let's uh. Let's hope you've been drinking your water. Let's hope you've been being kind, and let's hope you haven't been racist. Um. Summer's coming up. We're ready for it. Let's, uh... Let's twerk. Okay. See you later.